And welcome in to another episode of the Vigilant Sports Pacers Podcast. I'm Scott Agnes. Today on the podcast, you'll hear from Slick Leonard, the Hall of Fame and iconic former Pacers head coach, now longtime radio analyst on the Pacers radio network with Mark Boyle at home games. We've missed Slick. And Slick, first of all, how are you doing? Catch us up on how you are feeling and what it's been like being away from the team. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's been a... This Friday will make eight weeks uh, since I fell. But who's counting? <laughs> eight weeks and counting, yeah. I've been, uh, you know, it's been a long time. You get uh, get a little cabin fever. But, uh, yeah, Mark has been out here just every week since I've been, uh, since I've been uh, laid up. And so, you know, we talk a lot of basketball. But uh, I don't know, maybe uh, I, I'm... I'm just going day to day, you know, you have an accident like that and uh, I shattered that uh, tocanter in my hip and it's it's going to take time for you, you got to wait for it to heal. It's the biggest challenge just been away from everybody. You're such a people person and love love <laughs> others. Has that been maybe in addition to the pain one of the more oh, challenging well, things? Yeah, you know, you don't I don't think anybody <laughs> wants to be, wants to be locked up like this. Uh I think in my lifetime, I can't ever, I, I can't ever remember being laid up uh, this long. But uh, no, you miss things. But at least I've got the uh, radio and I got the television, and uh, you know, I watch, uh, I watch a lot of NBA games. Uh, of course, I watch the Pacers, but then I watch a lot of a uh, lot of other uh, NBA games. So. You know, so I keep I'm keeping up on uh, up on the league pretty well. Could you catch us up on what exactly transpired last month and and what went on through the next couple of days? I know one of the great stories was when you were put in a hospital. Your room number five twenty nine. That was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> For as many wins as you have as a Pacers head coach, of course. Yeah, that was. Uh, you know, then somebody came in and said, "You know what, Slick? They didn't count your playoff wins." <laughs> They said that was just regular season wins. I said, "Well, it doesn't matter now. At least we got three championship banners hanging up there." I put some boxes in the in the back seat of my car, and I was going over to the church uh, and break them down, you know, and put them in for uh, recycling them. Yeah, they're they're recycling them. So, but you know what? The amazing thing is. I get out of my car, and I didn't put it. In, I didn't put it in park, and all of a sudden the car starts rolling. Oh no! And boom! I I try to catch it, and I hit hit that ice and fell. And luckily, uh, the car <laughs> ran into a little snowbank, and it stopped it. It stopped the car, so there was it. There was nothing, you know. Uh, it didn't hurt the car at all, but it sure hurt me. Mm-hmm. And I, so you know, I'm laying there, and I hope nobody ever gets in this circumstance. But you know, it was about five, uh, five below zero, and uh, I'm trying to get up, and the pain is the pain's unbelievable. And uh, you know, in my time, I've been injured a lot of times in my career, but uh, this pain, <laughs> this pain was a monster, and. Uh, after about five minutes, I said, "You know, I'm either going to, you know, there's nobody around, and I'm either going to, I'm either going to lay here and freeze to death, or I'm going to get up." 
And so I got up. <laughs> it wasn't easy, but I got up. So you're by yourself, no one else around? Yeah, I'm oh, by man. myself, nobody else around. So, you know, it was, uh, but I got a lot of help. You know, I uh, there's some guys we've been having here at the house that are doing a lot of uh, things for the house, doing the porches and the upper decks and bathrooms and this and that. And these guys are EMTs. And, you know, those guys, uh, you know, if you went to a fire station, there's guys there that are plumbers, they're electricians, they've got all kinds of ability. And, and, and a lot of them, they'll get together with two or three or four guys and have a little business where on their off days they can make extra money. So they've... I've been having those guys here at our house, and they're terrific. They're terrific guys, and thank God I had them that day because uh, they came in and said uh, uh, the three of them, three of my guys were here, and they said, call 911. And we called, and here come the Carmel Fire Department and Ambulance and the whole ball of wax. And... uh, Again, EMT. So I had I had the five from Carmel and the three from another fire <laughs> station. I had eight of them in here at the same time, and uh, you know they were able to lift me up and uh, put me in uh, put me in the uh, uh, you know the ambulance and take me to the hospital and get me in and. You know, I, I can't thank them enough. They were terrific. Among your playing dates, then, is this kind of the worst injury you've ever faced in your life? Yeah, I you know, the worst, the thing that ended my career back when I was a player in the NBA was uh, was uh, my left shoulder. I separated that thing seven times. Wow. And if that were today, <laughs> all they gave me was uh, cortisone shots uh, back then. And if if that were the day, they could have wired that thing together, and I would have been able to go on and play. But they, you know, they didn't have the the uh, the way medicine and everything has has developed now. They can do so many things uh, to help you. But anyway, uh, yeah, those seven shoulder separations probably. Was the worst, and then you know I've had a back operation, two hip mm-hmm. replacements. Uh, you know I've gone through pain, so uh, uh, this was just another. The only thing I said to myself, you know, I said to myself, I said after my life, which is, uh, you know, I've been blessed. Let's face it, uh, with the great people I've been able to be around and everything. But uh, the, the the thing is. Uh, uh, I thought to myself, I thought, here I am, 85 years old. When you get this age, you don't know, you don't know how many days you got left. <laughs> and I said, they're stealing time from me now. Put me, you <laughs> know, laying me up in a hospital bed. Uh, they're stealing time from me. But you know, I'll go ahead here and go through. Uh, uh, I get to uh, let this thing heal, mm-hmm. and then my old trainer that I hired out of Purdue back in, in 1970. Uh, I, my my first trainer I had when I 
star coach in the Pacers was a guy by the name of Bernie LaRue, and after that first championship, he uh, went to, to the Chicago Bears. He went to as head trainer of the Chicago Bears. So I had to get a, I had to get a trainer, and uh, fortunately, you know, I got a call from Purdue, and there was a there was a head trainer up there that was a old Marine and that a great guy, Pinky Newell was his name, and he called me. And he said the best, the best kid I've ever had is this kid named David Craig. Yeah, he's outstanding. And he oh, he's the best in business. I mean, you know, he's still. He's got trainers all over. <laughs> he got trainers all over the place. He's got head trainers that he taught that are in the NBA today. But anyway, uh, David was out the house last night, and when I get this thing healed up, we're going over here to to a uh, one of those health. There's a health center right over here. You know, it's got all equipment and everything. Mm-hmm. And David's going over there, and we're going. He's going to line up a program for me, and I'm going. I'm going to rehab this baby on my own. Yeah, and for those Pacer fans that don't know, David Craig's one of the best. He was a Pacers trainer from 1970 through 2005, so you're definitely in good hands. And he's still making house calls, and we still see him at various indie events, whether it's a Big Ten tournament or NCAA. As he, He's still staying active and, much like yourself, staying busy. Yeah, he, you know, it, it's a wonderful thing because he's got such a great attitude. He does so much to go out and help people and and there's no and he doesn't charge them. I mean there's no charge to it. He was in here last night and the, he had an appointment at six o'clock to go over here somewhere and and uh he, he I'll tell you in his car he carries that table. His uh his, <laughs> you know, his table, sure, the training table down on, you know, and uh, he's just a wonderful guy and he does so much for so many people uh, to make them feel better. And the other thing I love is throughout the last couple of months, one of the ways most Pacer fans have stayed up to date is your partner, Mark Boyle, who's made many house calls and hospital visits. What has he meant to you over the last couple of months? As he's, he's tweeted out how he'll just go over and find himself there for hours just telling stories and talking. Yeah, that's what we do. You know, Mark <laughs> was at the hospital when I was in the hospital. He's been here, you know. He's like he's got a schedule. Like tonight, he's in Atlanta, and uh, but when he's in, he's been here to the house at least once a week all the time I've been laid up. And he and I sit around and talk. You know, we talk about the Pacers and we talk about the NBA and and uh, Mark. Mark is the best. Uh, Mark is he, Mark's the best uh, play-by-play man. In the NBA, there's no question about it. And uh, you know, I just, I, I've just traveled along all these years on his coattails, <laughs> and uh, we've been we've been a pretty good team though, and uh, and had a lot of fun. And so, uh, yeah, I, I I look forward to seeing Mark. And of course, I listen to him on the radio, and then I I watch a game on TV. Mm-hmm. And I go back and forth, turning the TV down, listening to Mark and whatnot. So, do you find yourself interjecting during the game as if you were on the broadcast with Mark? Oh, you always, you know, once you've been a coach, you're always sitting there coaching a little bit. I guess you could call it that. But uh, the, the the big thing, as far as the Pacers are concerned, you know, I'm I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of these kids, and you know, I, I, I'm so happy for them because. 
Uh, now they they lost the game here a couple of nights ago in Dallas, but that uh, they could have won. But you know they're in almost every game, and uh, nobody nobody expected them to do that. Do what they're doing this year, right now, you know. And I tell I told Mark when he came over, you know, every year they have a, Vegas comes out with a. Uh, at the start of the year, what they think each team should win. And, you know, people can actually bet on it. Yeah, yeah. You know, they can bet on it. And they picked the Pacers at 31 games. Now. <laughs> they surpassed all, that before the All-Star break. Yeah. Now we've still got 20-some games to go. We've, we've already won, what, 34? Mm-hmm. We're 34 and 26? Yeah, we've already beat. So somebody... Somebody out there said, hey, uh, I'm going to put my money on the Pacers. And if they did, they made a bunch of money. <laughs> I love how atop you are and of what they're doing in the standings. How else have you been able to stay busy? Obviously, games aren't until the evenings. Are you reading a lot? Uh, obviously, enjoying, enjoying your treasure right there. It's probably sitting beside you and Nancy, who means a great deal to everyone, but especially you, too. Yeah, we well. You know, Nancy's Nancy's an angel to me. Always has been through my whole life, and and she uh, she takes care of me like I'm a little baby, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which I am. <laughs> but she she's uh, wonderful. Uh, you know, she's well. Uh, come June the fifteenth, this coming June the fifteenth, uh, we'll be married sixty four years. So we've uh, we've been together a long time. We met uh, we met down at IU uh, our freshman year. We got married the day after we graduated, uh, June fifteenth, nineteen fifty four. So we've we've spent our whole lives together and done a lot of different things. And but basketball has been <laughs> basketball has been. Uh, I don't think I think probably. I don't know, when she married me, I don't think she realized how much time she was going to have to spend in basketball <laughs> arenas. So yeah. We, we've been, uh, you know, of course, I played in I played in Minneapolis, Los Angeles, uh, Baltimore, Chicago. You know, we've been all over the place. and uh, but, but it's been a great life. We've been blessed, and we've, we've got a great family, and... Uh, uh, I got the grandkids are close by, so you know. Oh, that's to, great! So everything is outside of this daggone thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everything is terrific. Slick, are you like a player and maybe try to set a target date to return to to stay motivated, or do you think you'll just wake up one day and say, "Hey, it, it's time to go back"? What's your mindset? Well, I, you know, I really think. Uh, the minute that I feel like uh, that, I feel like I've got what it takes to see I had a setback years ago uh outside of Madison Square Garden oh we remember that one Josh yeah, and Carl jumping jumping to help right away yeah you know thank God for my trainers our trainers Carl and Carl Eaton uh, you know he he jumped on there and kept me alive till the EMTs. You know, it was a cardiac arrest, and you you know you only ten percent on ten percent survive that. And uh, you know, I I had that on the uh, on the team bus, and 
It, uh, I sat right across the aisle. Quinn Buckner and I always sat right across the aisle, the back of the media bus. And uh, I can remember very well the uh, Doral, Doral Golf Tournament was going on when we got on the bus, or, you know, they played that day. And I said, Bucky, I said, why don't you look up on your phone and see who's leading the Doral? And he said... He said, I just leaned forward in my seat and leaned back, and he said, I was gone. Oh, no. And uh, so what it came down to, you know, my, my good buddy, you know, I've got great friends. And when I, uh, Larry Bird sent sent uh, Nancy out to, to New York, and uh, then Larry Larry and I met with Rick Fusen, and, and Larry said, Slick, he said, y- you know, there's no need for you to travel on the road anymore after you've had that. Because what you end up with is a, uh, you know, your 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 heart doesn't pump like a normal heart does once you've had that uh, once you've had one of those cardiac arrests. So uh, there's an ejection fraction that they call. That's how hard your heart pumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, like you, your ejection fraction is probably around somewhere between 60 and 70, and mine's 20. So that that tells you that uh, takes a lot of your energy and stuff away. But uh, other than that, uh, Larry Joe said, Slick, we'll just do those home games with Mark, and that's what I've been doing. We haven't seen Larry around the team. I think he's down in Florida the last couple months. Yeah, Have you had a chance down. to talk with him? Yes. Yeah, I've talked to him several times. As a matter of fact, I talked to him. I talked to him Monday. He's down there, and you know he's had back problems and and whatnot. But he he finally got to the place where he where he he owns part of that golf course down there with a couple of other guys in uh, what. Uh, so he can still swing and play. Who? Larry? Yeah, we weren't sure about his back injury if he was kind of done with golf for good. Uh, well, he, no, nah, he's he's uh, down, he's down there playing. You know, one time he was he was uh, he was scratch golfer. I mean, he was a heck of a golfer. They told him playing basketball, but <laughs> he and I played a lot of rounds together, and I mean, he could really play. And all of a sudden. You know, he had his back start bothering him, but but uh, he kind of lost interest in golf for whatever reason. That well, that's the way he is. And I told him Monday. I said, you know what? I said you're going. You've uh, been down there now. He went down in November, so that's November, December, January, early February. I said uh, you're going to start getting bored now. <laughs> <laughs> I know him well enough. He's going to start getting bored. Hard, hard telling what he'll do next. <laughs> Last thing, Slick, you're not on Twitter. I'm not even sure you know what it is. Is there anything Pacer fans can do for you? Anything where they can reach out to you or anything like that? No, they've been terrific. You know, my phone, uh, uh, I've had a combination of cards in the mail and phone calls and that. It's uh, It's been unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I've always said, Scott, I've always said, of course, I'm a Hoosier. Uh, born and raised. I've, but I've always said, yeah, I was born and raised a Hoosier, and I've always said Indiana people are the greatest people on earth, and uh, I, I 
I'll always believe that till the day I die because I love them. I appreciate it, Slick. Thanks so much for updating and, and having a conversation. We really miss hearing you on the airwaves and just seeing you around Bankers Life Fieldhouse. So I'll be back. <laughs> we're ready for it. Appreciate it, Slick. Thank you. Okay, Scotty. So good to catch up with Slick Leonard. Yeah, he's been away from the team, away from Bankers Life Fieldhouse in home games since early January. And thankfully, Mark Boyle, his partner, the longtime play-by-play voice of the Pacers, has kept us up to date on Twitter, and we really appreciate that. But I said, enough's enough. We need to hear for ourselves, and let's catch up with Slick Leonard. And, of course, he's great, just sitting on his lazy boy, resting, trying to get healthy once again. And you heard him right there. I'll be back. My thanks to Slick Leonard. My thanks to his great wife, Nancy. And how about that? This coming June, celebrating their 64th wedding anniversary. They're just model citizens and a model couple. The Hall of Famer Slick Leonard. I appreciate him taking the time. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to the Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Google Play to listen to new and archived episodes. This has been a special edition of the Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast, and I'll talk to you again soon.